You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. And what's up, Saints fans? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints Podcast. It's your host, Chris Rosvoglu. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Rosvoglu Report and on Instagram at Straight Up Saints. And if you haven't already, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Now, the Saints went into this game with the Falcons with a little bit of an unknown at quarterback in Taysom Hill. Obviously, we know what Taysom could do coming into this game as a gadget player, a type of guy who could use as a quarterback on clear running situations, as a tight end, even on special teams. We didn't know what Taysom would do do as the full-time quarterback for every snap in this game and there was a lot of good a little bit of bad in that game but mostly positives uh, to take out from this one and I'll get to each one but obviously for the Saints the most important thing they come out with yet another win they're now eight and two and they're firmly in this race for the number one seed at this time the, the Packers are playing the Colts at the time of this recording uh, Packers are up right now so we'll see what happens there but if the Colts somehow pull off the comeback and win the Saints actually would be in sole position of the one seed right now but obviously things could change depending on what happens in that Packers game but the the Saints are well in position to get that number one seed. But let's talk about the main story here, and that's Taysom Hill, how number seven looked in his first start of his NFL career. And guys, I was really impressed. I was really impressed. Now, I'm not here to say that Taysom Hill's the future because it's one start. It's a small sample size. I mean, anyone who just comes out here and says, oh, Taysom Hill's definitely the future, I think you're lying to yourself because let's we only have one start. Let's see what happens. But I will say this. And I think everyone has to agree here. You have to be really, really damn encouraged by what you saw in Taysom Hill. Because at the end of the day, the Saints still had a good game offensively. The first half was rough, don't get me wrong, but a lot of promise in the second half. They really should have put up 21 points in the second half. That holding call eliminated a really nice touchdown pass to Emmanuel Sanders. Would have gave the Saints 31 points. Would have been an even bigger blowout. His numbers would have looked even nicer. But Taysom Hill did a really good job. And let's talk about the positives that I saw from Taysom in this one. And number one for me, and I'm, I think this goes a long way for his future, he looked calm, man. He looked poised, didn't look nervous at all, and that was something we all wanted to see. We all know Taysom in his role that he's been used to over the last couple of years. He thrives in it. He has no issue with coming in for a couple of downs and doing what the play call tells him to do, uh, and it works for Taysom. How would he handle a full workload where everyone knows he's the guy, and really the whole game falls on your shoulders because you're the quarterback and you have such an influence on the score? And Taysom didn't look rattled at all. He looked really good, in my opinion, uh, in that regard. No nerves. Um, every time things got a little bit out of hand, if it was a third and long, it's not like his body language was off. It was almost one of those, we'll get it next time, uh, next drive type of mentality, which I li really like to see from a quarterback. So from that regard, thumbs up. Uh, two thumbs up to Taysom right there. Number two, believe it or not, and I know people talk about him not progressing quickly through his reads, I thought Taysom did a really good job today, almost like if your first read wasn't there, your second read wasn't there, you can take off. And even in some cases where Michael Thomas is your first read, he would let that route develop. And there was a play in the second half where Taysom's kind of waiting, 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 and all of a sudden Michael Thomas breaks free for a 15-yard gain. He fires it to him. So when he had the time, he did a good job of going through his reads. And when he didn't have the time, he did a good job. If your read's not there... Take off. That's it. Take off. Go get the yards. You're a quick athlete. Go do it. And I really like what I saw from Taysom there. And this is the third one. I thought this is a huge key, and I think this bodes well for the Saints' future, regardless if it's Taysom or if it's another quarterback under center. 
Michael Thomas got the damn football. Michael Thomas last year, when Drew Brees went down, people were concerned. Oh, how would he look? He looked pretty damn great with Teddy Bridgewater. So now, when Drew goes down and Michael Thomas hasn't had the best season, how would Michael Thomas look with Taysom Hill as his quarterback? Uh, I'd say that Michael Thomas played, played pretty damn well. I think you would agree. Nine catches for 104 yards. Would have been even more if he didn't drop that ball in the second quarter where he was wide open. So he really should have had 10 catches for probably 120-plus amazing game for Michael Thomas, and it goes to show, regardless of who the Saints have at quarterback, they're going to find a way to get Michael Thomas involved early and often, and that's a huge plus, not just for this offense, but how about for Michael Thomas' psyche? This has been a tough year. This has been a really tough year for Mike, between the injuries, the criticisms, the rumors, for him to come out and ball out the way he did against this Falcons team, really big confidence builder going into next week against the Broncos, going into the following week against the Falcons again, really, really nice, nice production from Michael Thomas, and you've got to be encouraged to the fact that Taysom Hill used him that much. Now, let's talk about the couple of negatives for Taysom, because it wasn't all good for Taysom, although you look at the final stat line, 18 of 23 for 233 yards, no picks, 51 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. That's a really good stat line, but there were some negatives, so let's address what didn't go well for Taysom Hill in his first start, and the first one for me, and this didn't happen until late in the game, but the fumbles. The fumbling is a concern. He has six fumbles this year. He's lost three of them. That, for me, guys, is an issue because when Taysom Hill, what makes him so special is his running ability. So if he's going to be a really dangerous runner, he has to make sure he doesn't lose the football. And on that particular play, I get it. A.J. Terrell made a really nice play, punched the football out. I get all that. But Taysom Hill is loose in that secondary. That could have been a touchdown. You don't know. He's got to hold on to that football. Um, Obviously, I'm not going to harp on it completely, but that was one of my concerns going into this game. And the fact that he did fumble, i just like to see a little bit better ball security from Taysom. That's one of the complaints here. Uh, Number two. The deep ball, that's a little questionable. I know he had a really good pass to Emmanuel Sanders that got taken back. The the one that was completed, everyone went nuts over. was like, oh, there goes the air yards. Look at the Saints offense. They're going over the top. That was a punt. I know people are going to get hyped about it, and I get that. That was a punt from Taysom Hill. Emmanuel Sanders was literally tracking down that ball, backtracking. Literally, the guy could have fair caught it if he wanted to. Like, that's the way that ball was thrown. It was a punt. It went up in the air for about a half hour, and then it finally dropped down into Emmanuel Sanders' arms. Now, does Taysom have the arm strength to get the air yards on the ball? Absolutely. He needs to find the balance, though, between pushing it downfield and not putting too much air on the ball because when you do that, you could get picked off. It could be trouble. So um, that's a little bit of a negative for me. And number three, the, the touch. The touch is not there for a guy like Taysom Hill. He really zips the football in, but that isn't necessarily an issue. That's not. It's just a different playing style from a guy like a Drew Brees. Um, obviously, I'm not trying to compare him to Hall of Famer, but as a quarterback playing style, it obviously is different. You don't see touch from Taysom. It's all about zipping it in. In some cases, it works. He rifled in a lot of screen, pa- a lot of slam passes and a lot of stuff over the middle of Michael Thomas, and in that case, it really does work. In other cases, maybe take the heat off the ball a little bit, and you'll get a better, uh, better outing or result from that one play. So those are a couple things that Taysom obviously has to work on. I'm sure he will work on. The guy really, he, he busts his ass, okay? You don't go from practice squad to a starting quarterback Even if it's just one start, you don't go from that without busting your ass. The kid's work ethic is fantastic. I'm sure he'll get better at those things. But those are three things for me that I'd like to see Taysom improve on. And the main thing for me is the ball security. You can live with him throwing the ball with a lot of zip and and not enough touch. You can live with the deep ball not being perfect. But he needs to hold on to the football. Um, if he can get better at that, he really will be in really good shape. That's the one concern for me. And, and, and I'm sure people and Saints fans around the world will agree with that one. So a lot goes to Taysom. I'm going to talk about Taysom in a little bit. Talk about the way the media treated him and give a little bit of a message for those haters out there in just a second. But let's talk about the defense, guys. Because this defense is soaring right now. 
They looked great against the Bucs. They looked great against the Niners, and they looked fantastic against the Falcons, and they did it without Marshawn Lattimore. They held Matt Ryan to 230 passing yards. He had two picks, no touchdowns. They kept Julio Jones to just 39 yards receiving. Calvin Ridley had 90, but this secondary played well. I thought Janoris Jenkins was ridiculously good today. Should have had two picks. His hair basically... Uh, prevented him from getting the first one. It got yanked back, and he dropped the football, uh, but got a pick late in the game. He was sitting on that one. I thought Marcus Williams had a pretty good game. He had that pick to end the half, but the real storyline, and this is why the Saints won and played such dominant football, that defensive line set the tone that we were going to win the game, and they sure did. They really did. They had eight sacks. Cam Jordan was insane. He had three sacks. David Onyemata had two sacks. Trey Hendrickson had two sacks. Demario Davis had a sack. I mean, this was a Saints defensive performance. I don't think it gets better than this. I know the Bucs one got all the attention, and I, I get it. The Bucs performance was amazing. I kind of think this performance was even more impressive because when you go in without Marshawn Lattimore and you know it's going to be tough because this Falcons team's coming off a bye week, guys. This is not a Falcons team off a short week. They had two weeks to prepare for this Saints game. And it's not like there was an unknown with the Saints defense. It's not like, oh, we didn't know what to expect for the offense with Taysom Hill. I get that. But they knew what to expect from the defense, and they still didn't play well. I think that speaks volumes to the Saints defense. And I always trace it back to something. There's always a reason for why you hit that twitch and everything starts clicking. And I know he's only been here for two weeks. But Quan Alexander has really changed his defense. When Quan came to this defense, it allowed Demario to play a a little bit more loose of a role. There's not a lot on. There's not as much on Demario's plate. He's able to fly around the ball and really play his traditional spot. And you are seeing great performances from Demario. He was great last week against the Niners. He was fantastic this week against the Falcons. He had a bunch of pass breakups. He had a sack. He had a good amount of tackles. He was all over the field. Demario's Demario's playing loose. Quan could have had a pick today. He looked really good in some spots. When you have two linebackers who can move around the football field the way the Saints are doing right now, they're in a really great spot. And at some point, guys, you get to an area where you're like, okay, this is not a fluke anymore. One week they play well, fine. Two weeks, ah, you're a little suspect. When it's four weeks in a row now, when the Saints defense continues to play good football, that's it, guys. This is it. The Saints defense is legitimate. And I'm not not sure if they're going to carry them throughout the season and be the strong suit. But do I think they're going to be a liability? No, this is no longer the question. And this is the defense that we thought we might see. We all thought when the Saints came into this year, they'd have a really good defense. They showed flashes in week one, and we said, okay, this is how you can win this year. It doesn't all have to be on Drew Brees and the offense's shoulders. The defense can do some of the lifting. Now we're seeing the defense do a lot of lifting. And if they can keep this up, and I think they can because the schedule really opens up here. You got Drew Locke, you got Matt Ryan, and you got Carson Wentz. Three turnover-prone quarterbacks the last couple of weeks. That's a really good spot for you. And then you even finish the season. I know you play Mahomes. That's going to be the real test. He'll probably light them up, but I wouldn't be worried about that. Who doesn't get lit up by Patrick Mahomes? You got the Vikings. You got the Panthers. You should be in really good shape if you're the New Orleans Saints. You should finish at least 4-2, and two, but that's a different point. This defense, guys, they are legit. No more talking about flukes and you don't trust them. That This defense gave up nine points to the Atlanta Falcons. They held them scoreless in the second half. Scoreless. They still had Jones. They still had Ridley. They still had Gurley. They still had Hayden Hurst, who I think did nothing. I think Hayden Hurst literally had a goose egg today, um, and he's a really solid tight end this year. He did nothing. So this Saints defense is really playing uh, a great football right now, and what I really love is the energy that they're bringing. They, they look tough. They look like they're ready for a dogfight every single game, and they brought it to the Falcons. They brought it. And before the game, I said, look, no Lattimore is obviously not great, but if you're going to win the line of scrimmage, you're going to win this game. And the Saints didn't just win the line of scrimmage. They dominated. They were so relentless in the trenches. It got to a point Matt Ryan would take the snap, and you're just waiting for him to get sacked. 
eight sacks, guys. That's really, really impressive. Um, Thanksgiving's on Thursday, but the Saints were feasting on Sunday. They played really damn good, and I'm really impressed with the way that this defense played. So now let's go back to our guy, Taysom Hill, and let's talk about it because it, w- it was impressive. And was it the best debut or best start, I should say? No, it wasn't the best start I've ever seen. We've obviously seen better starts, but man, Taysom looked pretty good. And what I found so funny was this this whole idea that Sean Payton let his ego get in the way and he's costing the Saints a win because he has to play his guy. And Taysom Hill's has been his guy from the start and he's going to prove he's a starting quarterback. And if it means they're going to lose the game, so be it because Sean Payton needs to prove he's right. That was the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life because the Saints were 7-2 and two going into this game. They knew the one seed's at stake. Sean Payton didn't play Taysom Hill because he has something to prove. Sean Payton played Taysom Hill so Taysom Hill can prove to the Saints he can be their future. That's why. And everyone says, well, last year Teddy Bridgewater started. That's not what, you know, why isn't Jameis Winston starting? The situations are completely different. For one, guys, and, I, and if you don't agree, that's your opinion, that's fine. Teddy Bridgewater is better than Jameis Winston. Teddy Bridgewater takes care of the football. Jameis Winston does not take care of the football. And this is not about ripping Jameis Winston because I still think there's, a, there's an option and a storyline here that could happen where Jameis redeems his career in New Orleans. I don't think that's out of the question yet. There's a chance that he can do that next year. You don't know. It's not written yet. Jameis Winston got to the Saints six months ago. Taysom Hill's been with the Saints for years now. And Teddy Bridgewater was in his second year with New Orleans. He knew the offense. It was almost like we knew when Breeze went down, he would be the guy. The Saints named Taysom Hill the backup this year for a reason. They said he won that job. And guess what happens when the starter goes down? The backup gets to play. And guess who was the backup this year? Taysom Hill. It all lines up. It all makes sense. And I think what Sean wants to show, more than anything, and this is not about proving who's right, who's wrong. It's to show that this team is deep and this team can win with the Taysom Hill. The Saints can win in a multitude of ways. I don't know if the Saints are the best team in the NFL, and I'm not here to get into that argument. What I do know is the Saints can beat teams in more ways than any other team in the NFL. That's what I know. The Saints can beat you with Breeze. Heck, the Saints could have beat them with Winston today, and the Saints sure hell beat them with Taysom Hill. And the Saints can do that because they're, they're, they're very versatile. They have a great coaching staff. They have everything. They have everything they need to win games. But this idea that Taysom Hill was in and he didn't deserve to play was just bogus because he paid his dues, guys. He paid his dues. He was on spe- he was on practice squad, then he went to the special teams. He spent three years learning on this offense. He sits behind Drew nonstop. And I told you guys, I spoke to Deontay Harris before the season started, and he said when, wherever Drew is, that's where Taysom is. And I don't know if Taysom's going to be the future. I sure as hell don't. But I know one thing. I know that Nick Wright doesn't know a thing about NFL football. I know that guys like Mike Tannier don't know anything about the NFL. And I know everyone who put this idea out there that Taysom Hill was just a glorified running back, they probably feel stupid today because he looked damn good in this game. And the Saints won, and that's all that matters is that they won. You're going to compare this guy to Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow couldn't complete eight passes. Taysom Hill only had five incompletions today. Like, it's not a comparison. Do I think that Taysom's a stud at quarterback? Absolutely not. It's one game. We don't know what they have in him. What I do know is that Saints can win football games with Taysom Hill, and then Taysom Hill can hold his own, and that's what you've been asking for. So don't tell the Saints when are you going to ask the Saints when are you going to give Taysom Hill a shot, and when they give the kid a shot, you complain as to why they did that. That's just ass backwards with that type of logic. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm happy that Taysom Hill got a start. I'm happy that he played well. And guess what? If it didn't work, the Saints could have went to Winston, and I think they would be fine because they have a great coaching staff. This is not about proving egos. This is about putting in the guy who deserves to start. And right now it was Taysom, and Taysom proved everyone wrong um, and proved his coach right. 
And that's what I love about this team. Now, before I end this episode, guys, I'm just going to do a quick one because, look, I could sing the Saints' praises all day, but I'm not going to do that because, frankly, there's still a lot of season left to play. But I'm really pleased, man. They've won 80% of their games so far. You tipped their cap to that. This season started off 1-2. and two. They've been flying high right now. Really love what I see from this team. So before I go, I want to answer some of your questions you guys sent on Twitter, and let's get into them. The first one, regardless of Taysom continues to play well game after game, surely we keep Drew when he comes back. What do you have to say uh, to those who think otherwise? This is funny. So I actually got asked about this on a friend's show today, earlier today. Um... He was like, hey, look, what if Taysom plays really well? Do, do the Saints bench Drew Brees? When Taysom, if this happens, if Taysom plays really well, when Drew Brees comes back, Drew's the starter. It's his last season. Drew's their best option to win. He's their best option to win. Like, let's not forget, before Drew went down, the Saints were 7-2, seven and, uh, seven and two, okay? Let's not forget that, guys. But if Taysom plays really well, I do wonder if the Saints kind of up his usage a little bit more. Drew's obviously the starter. This isn't a question. But do you maybe run Taysom a little bit more in games where Drew Brees is there? Do you maybe give him a little bit more of a leash to throw the football? I do wonder if that happens. It would be interesting. Um, Drew is the unquestioned starter. This is not a debate. It's his last year. He's their best chance to win. But I do wonder if Taysom could earn himself a, a little bit more playing time when that happens. Do you think with the O-line's help that Taysom can have success against a team like Kansas City if necessary? Look, I don't want to get too far down the road. Uh, this is what I will say. Sean Payton is such a good head coach, and this whole coaching staff is so talented that if they had to play Taysom against Kansas City, I think they would find a good enough game plan to keep it competitive. I don't want to get too far ahead. That is week four, uh, week 15, I believe. So I don't want to get to week 15. It's week 11, guys. But I do think the coaching staff would do enough to keep that game competitive. Taysom played well and the defense was lights out. Two things. First, seems to me that Taysom needs to get through his reads quicker. Do you think that will come in time? Second, any reason to be concerned about pass protection? So I think this is interesting. So the first thing for me, Taysom with his reads, um, I think it's more of a lot of things just didn't progress. And I think Taysom actually did a decent job with his reads. Um, I don't think he progresses that well in terms of one read, two, uh, two read, three read, going down the list. But I thought Taysom didn't do a bad job today. And the one thing I would advise him to do is if he's not comfortable with making his reads at such a great rate, just take off. Just take off if it's not there. You you just saw, guys, in the in the second half, Taysom Hill beat Deion Jones to the pylon. Like, the kid is quick. He is lightning fast. And if you can do that, take off. Just do it. Um, so I'm not really worried about that. But, yes, it will come with time. Second one I am a little worried about. This Saints O-line is part of the reason why Drew Brees got hurt. He got hit a lot of times this year. And a lot of people will complain about their team's respective O-lines. The Saints O-line has not played up to their standard. So I am a little bit worried about that. What I'm more worried about, though, is the revolving door at guard. Andrews Peake gets hurt. Nick Easton gets hurt. Uh, Ruiz doesn't play well. If the Saints don't have good guard play, I don't know um, if this pass protection issue gets fixed. This this guard play needs to be better, um, and we'll see what happens. But Pete getting concussion obviously isn't great. Next question, can this defense carry the team week to week? I'm starting to think they can as long as their opponent isn't a team like the Chiefs. Uh, if this defense keeps playing well and they're holding teams to less than 15 points, you're going to win your games. I don't care who's that quarterback. The Saints will score more than 15. And with the way this defense is playing, and they did this without Lattimore, guys, which is so impressive. Um, I do think that this defense can start to carry this team if need be, and I don't even think they're going to need to, which is impressive. Obviously, Taysom played a solid game all around, but what's the biggest thing he needs to work on? I said it before, but I'll say it again. I think the ball security is something that Taysom Hill needs to get a little bit better at. You can't be losing the football the way he did, especially when you run so physical and you're embracing tacklers. He needs to be better in that regard, but I was really encouraged with Taysom Hill, guys. I'm not going to knock the guy. I thought he was really good, but that would be the one thing that he needs to get better at. Jared Cook has been struggling here lately, and Troutman's starting to get more involved. Do you see Troutman playing a bigger role and Cook sliding down? Maybe. I, I think I'm. I think that the Saints kind of had to play Troutman today anyway because of no Josh Hill, but I do think this Jared Cook situation is something to monitor, guys. He's not been good this season, 
And he had a little bit of a nice run at one point. Touchdowns against the uh, Panthers, touchdowns against the Bears. And it looked like he was starting to heat up. And everything went south after that Bucks game. So I do wonder if the Saints start to get Troutman a little bit more involved. He's really athletic. We saw today he had one really nice play after the catch, a 19-yard catch, where he caught it for about like 10 and then carried defenders for an extra 9 yards. The guy is physical. I'd like to see him get more usage. We'll see what happens. Can you update us on the injuries? Yeah, so Andrews Pete concussion, obviously something to worry about. Lattimore, abdomen injury, that's why he did not play. Gardner Johnson, I believe they were looking at his hand slash arm. I think he'll be fine, but we'll see what happens there. Other than that, though, the Saints actually did a good job getting away with this game with no major injuries. The peak concussion is something to watch for next week against the Broncos. Um, but I think the Saints did a really good job, obviously, compared to last week, getting out of this one with not a lot of injuries. So you'll take that, especially after seeing Ramchek and Traquan Smith get rolled up for them to stay in and play. Really encouraging sign. Um, but we'll see what happens, obviously, moving forward. But great question, guys. I really appreciate them, as always. But this Saints team is fun, man. I, last year, we all kind of said we didn't know if it had that special feel to it. And I'm not saying this one does. But something about this season does feel pretty fun. Something about it just feels really good. And I think if the Saints can continue to stack up wins the way they've been doing, they'll be in great shape. Really, really great shape. And we'll see what happens, obviously. Um, But I'm super encouraged with what I'm seeing from Taysom. I'm super encouraged with what I'm seeing from this defense. And this defense should. They play the way they played this weekend. Next, Next Sunday against the Broncos, you will see them have another big game. And I brought this up last week. And I mentioned it with Jameis Winston because I thought Jameis would have been the starter. You win the turnover battle, you win the game. The Saints won the turnover battle today, they won the game. It's that simple. You do that, you get wins in the NFL. I think the Saints can continue to do that next week. And I'm not going to get too far ahead because I'll have a preview episode for that game. But man, I am really, really pleased with the way the Saints have been playing football. But that's going to do it, guys, for this episode of the Straight Up Saints podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple. Um, hit me with some replies on Twitter if you want to talk about any of the comments about Taysom and the defense. You got any questions, concerns, hit me up. I'll get to them, but I hope you guys enjoy your victory Monday. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving, although I'll probably have a podcast uh, podcast episode out there beforehand. I'll wish it again to you guys, um, but enjoy the start of this upcoming week. It's been fun. Send out your Taysom receipts where you make fun of NFL, NFL analysts that were dead wrong on their prediction, um, and just have fun, guys. I mean, every week is different. This NFL season's been a tough one, but enjoy it. The Saints are 8-2. and two. They're playing good football, and who knows? Maybe when it's all said and done, they'll be the one seed in the NFC. So once again, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy your victory Monday, and let's hope the Saints winning streak continues next week against the Denver Broncos.